0: Dink
1: dink dink, dink, dink,
0: dink, 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 sick, dink. <laughs> sick. <laughs> welcome everyone back to the Jenna Julian podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've been sick the last couple of days. Oh, Julie. But she's taking care of me. She got so really sick. I did. Thank you. I for haven't taking seen you that sick
1: like in years.
0: I haven't gotten that sick in years. Yeah. That was weird. And it came out of literal nowhere
1: i know you went to la fitness and came back crippled (laughs)
0: that's actually what happened
1: i know i was like where did you go that i didn't go and got so sick and it was la fitness one time very weird you went to the gym got super sick i did story of julian's weekend
0: um but you took great care of me so thank you for that oh you're welcome uh this episode of the jenna julian podcast brought to you by nature box nature box delivers tasty snacks made with simple ingredients right to your door So, you have always something better to snack on. Delicious, delicious snacks, guys. Like blueberry, almost quinoa bites, Um, tart and tangy fruit medley, um, Big Island pineapple. Like you could get me started, I would go all day. Bomb. Right now you can get two free snacks by going to naturebox.com slash Jenna Julian. That's naturebox.com slash Jenna Julian. Also sponsored by Texture. Guys, uh, I know how frustrating it is to read magazines. Anytime I pick up a magazine, I feel like it's already old and it's not for me. <laughs> uh, Texture makes that experience way better. You can read magazines all through the app. That is delivered right to your phone or tablet. Uh, basically, Texture is an app that gives you an all-access pass to the world's best magazines right on your phone or tablet. You can browse hundreds of magazines and cherry-pick the articles that interest you, not the person who read them before you, who are sitting in your chair before you. Hey. Hey. Right now, you can get a free trial by going to texture.com slash julian. That's texture.com slash julian. Thank you, sponsor.
1: So much better than buying magazines at the airport. That used to be my old habit to go and, buy and magazines like, on the
0: plane. They upsell you at the airport too. Oh was. my
1: god, they're so expensive. They upsell and you
0: everywhere. On, I feel um, like
1: I wouldn't magazines. always buy magazines. Like sometimes at the grocery store, sometimes at the airport. But like always, if I was getting on a flight before there were like TVs, I was like, oh, I'll just go buy a, a magazine
0: or two, you yeah. know.
1: And then I'm like, why did this cost seventy dollars?
0: Seventy, literally seventy dollars. Literally seventy dollars. I need those dollars back
1: anyway anyways we wanted to do this podcast because people have been asking our opinion about it and we haven't, we we haven't, haven't talked, addressed, addressed it, addressed it. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean I talked about it briefly in a vlog but that's not the same
1: I didn't watch that vlog yet I usually watch all of your vlogs, and I haven't watched it yet.
0: I'm offended. Um, <laughs> no, basically, I was just like, uh, so this happened. This is a thing that's happened. And yes, it is scary. And I, I, uh, I it was the first day it happened. So I took a screenshot of Phil DeFranco's tweet. And I talked about it for a right. second. It really didn't go in depth. Is but, that?
1: Okay. So yeah, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, do yeah. you have the new terms of service?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have screenshots. Okay. So sections um, of it.
1: I first found out about it from Phil DeFranco's tweet yeah. and video. Uh, but basically, although this, Ian was saying something about they just made a change to it. I don't know, whatever. YouTube changed, uh, part of their terms of service to include some new things that are very vague, which make it seem like they could cut off anyone's ability to monetize under these new restrictions,
0: yeah, um, let me find it's it's on his profile. I'm just gonna find a Philly D's profile, but yeah, he basically a couple days ago, like almost a week ago, like last week, uh, Phil DeFranco. Got a bunch of his videos unmonetized, mm. and it came out of nowhere. They hit him pretty hard, mm-hmm. and he was, as a lot of people were, pretty confused by it. Um, and here is the new thing that came out. Is a screenshot, but this is a part of the new, I guess, Terms of Service, the updated Terms of Service that they released, mm-hmm. although they technically have been abiding by this since 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, content that is considered inappropriate for advertising. Sexually uh, suggestive content, including partial nudity and sexual humor. Violence, including display of serious injury and offense related to violent extremism. Inappropriate language, including harassment, swearing, and vulgar language. Swearing, like that's crazy, promotion of drugs and regulated substances, including selling use of abusive terms, such as uh, controversial or sensitive subjects, Im- events, including subjects related to war, political conflicts, natural disasters, tragedies, even if graphic images imagery is not shown. So, yeah, so this, basically what happened, this came out, uh, it got a lot of people talking, because it was like, wait a minute, Phil DeFranco is a news channel, and he's In a way, being censored. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, it's not censorship. Yeah, of course it's not censorship. They're not putting a black bar over his whole video and muting all of his channel. But they're making the incentive to for him to make any videos very, very decreased if they're going to demonetize everything he puts up. So a lot of you guys understand. You realize the biggest incentive, you know, as much as we may love making videos, but a big incentive to make videos as a YouTuber, especially a large one, is monetizing those videos Mm. because it lets you eat it lets you create those videos for next week and when when youtube is changing the terms of service or changing their methods of how they're going about allowing monetization like kind of at the snap of a finger it's very scary so this all went went down last week and we, we needed to get on here and talk about it because we have opinions about it.
1: Well, I mean, some people have come forward and said that their videos are being, like, unmonetized. Yeah. Rob Dyke, mm-hmm. Phil DeFranco. Rob Dyke, who does, like, Seriously Strange, he curates, you know, a bunch of scary facts and things like that and turns it into a show. But but basically just, you know, some gore, some scary yeah. stuff. Zombie
0: Horse. He has a series called Zombie Horse. Yeah. And why would you put that on the internet? He did mention, though, one of his videos that was unmonetized had no graphic content, right? In
1: it. Yeah. Um, Megan Tonjes made a video talking about how a couple of her videos got unmonetized that were talking about rape or rape mm-hmm. culture, yeah. even though they were not in the tags. Uh, it was maybe just a topic of conversation. H3H3 made a video saying like, guys, the only thing that you need to do here is just take it out of the tags, take it out of the title, you know, take any controversial words out of uh, your title and then you can monetize it. So don't say rape. Don't say, you know, um, different controversial words. I don't know what, what other specific ones that were. Getting popped for Drugs. that. Yeah, Brock
0: Turner. Uh, oh, suicide. Stuff yes, like that. kill
1: yourself, like those things. Yeah. But that doesn't fix the problem. That that addresses, that like puts a bandaid on if you're making content on YouTube and you want to be able to monetize, dance around these topics. But that doesn't like face the larger issue, which is we are now facing the idea because you know swearing is one thing. And I will say, no, I personally have not, gotten any of my videos popped Neither or hit for uh, getting unmonetized. Yeah. And I will talk about that in a little bit, why I think that might be. Um, but the, the real issue is censorship and that. We use YouTube as YouTubers, as a, as a platform we use it as a community, we use it as a place of discussion for a free and open exchange of thoughts and ideas, uh, where people can be themselves and talk about what they want and say what they want, um, and reach a lot of people doing that. And by this system being implemented, yeah, you can dance around and make ways so that you can monetize those videos. But the end of the story is that this is fucking censorship, You know what I mean? Yeah. You are deeming which videos and which content is worthy of being monetized or advertiser friendly, which, you know, if you were to look down a a telescope of what that looks like in the future, the people making absolute fluff content and have nothing to say in them that might be perceived as controversial, like this entire podcast, a lot of people's entire channels and podcasts, we can't say that and still make money. So YouTube would just be filled with challenge videos and cat videos and everything that you want to find might be hard to find uh, or might not get made at all or set at all. Because people don't have endless free hours and uh, resources and equipment to make the type of videos that they would like.
0: For free. For free. Yeah. And... (sighs) Okay, so an interesting fact is the 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 change of uh, change of terms, service of terms, whatever, have recently come out. You know, in forms of like emails and notifications on YouTube's dashboard and stuff like that. So people are seeing this language that they've never seen before, uh, advertiser friendly. That's language that people haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. The there is an interesting thing though supposedly videos have been being unmonetized or demonetized for, right. for like two years now. And now is just when they're notifying you about it. So the scariest part is like, hmm, maybe like a year and a half ago, I had a b- bad streak of like three months where I made bad money. And I am I was always wondering why that happened. There was no reason why I should have made that money. All my views were the same. Uh, maybe that's why. Maybe they demonetized some of your videos and never told you about it. And I think... Uh, H3H3 H3, did mention this, the, the problem with YouTube's communication with its users. Like, a lot of what they do just doesn't ever get explained, which is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as someone, obviously, we're YouTubers. But just to see, like, for instance, when when I saw this happen, I scrambled. I, like, went in my video manager, and I, like, it took me a l- long time because you have to go page by page by page and search for that little yellow money symbol. Hank Green wrote an awesome article, kind of explaining uh, the whole situation. And one of the things he says YouTube should do is make it so there's a section in your dashboard now for demonetized videos, so right. you can easily find it. But it seems as though they've made that less convenient on purpose. Right? Like they don't want you to see what's not being monetized. It's it's very weird, and I don't know. There's a lot. There's and there's like a lot of how do you want? Where do you want to go now?
1: Okay, so I I want this discussion to be. Reasons why you think this is because there's two theories that I can think of off the top of my head and one is being heavily discussed and the other one is not that I can find Mm -hmm. which is frustrating me but it's also fucking controversial and i understand mm-hmm. uh, you know if you don't know me or you haven't watched some of our other podcasts you know that i am deep fucking in the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories so this is where my brain goes to default so i promise you i'm not a crazy person but this this is something that i've thought about and we'll talk about that second first of all the one that is being talked about is that this is YouTube's way of cherry picking which content they like and which content they don't like and which ones they want to become popular and not. So if you look at YouTube in the past, I'd say specifically a year, you know, you have a uh, you know, Keemstar. You have Leafy. Leafy. You have Rice Gum. You have uh, these videos, which you know. Let me just sidetrack for one second. When when that whole like YouTube is changing thing is going on, it it really upset me a little bit. And I would just like to say that. These these types of things have always existed, like talking about YouTubers or even talking about celebrities. The demand for that service has always been there. So these channels, in and of themselves, are not the problem. You know, because as long as people are willing and want to watch them, they will always exist. Okay. So I don't think that these people are terrible people. Okay. Yeah. I mean you can think about what you want about them personally or whatever, but the idea of a, of a YouTuber news channel is not new and it's people want to see that.
0: Like YouTuber gossip and shit.
1: It's like, you know, they're way far behind guru gossip, guru gossip. The website has been around since forever
0: and covering internet. Yeah. And
1: people want to gossip and talk uh, about YouTubers and what they do in their personal lives and whatever. It's, it's not a new thing. Um, but if you were, you know, uh, an executive at YouTube or at YouTube and you see all of these channels, you know, sort of designed to have a what you can see is a mean spirited outlook on the Internet, you know, rice gum roasting kids and uh, leafy making fun of kids and there being an issue with that yeah. and say YouTube didn't like that. Well, let's just rewrite the language in the terms of service so it makes it so we can cut off their monetization and, in theory, control what's popular on our website and what's not. Well,
0: because they've clearly lost control. Of being able to deem what people watch and what they don't watch. So, right. for instance, if YouTube saw Leafy, you know, start his channel however long ago, I don't know how long ago he started his channel, but, and they thought to themselves, this may not be the greatest thing to be on our website, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then Leafy blew up and kind of, lo- and then YouTube kind of like lost con- all control as to whether or not people could watch him or not. This does seem like kind of a last ditch effort to throw a blanket on the entire platform and say, okay, uh, we might be fucking, x amount of people who are completely innocent here but we need to do this to to make it so we can have control again right uh
1: so that's that that's one theory that i've seen floating around that they want to cherry pick which content they like and don't like and remember we've talked about this stuff on the podcast in the past where um the Sam Pepper thing when people were flipping out and being like, here's a petition. We want YouTube to delete his channel. And I stood firm in that podcast and said, this is opening Pandora's box. The second that YouTube decides or has an opinion about which content they like and don't like and start cherry picking, we've you've opened a world of hurt. You know it's what I mean? They I mean. have to stay laissez-faire yeah. yeah. and they have for many, 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 many years. Yeah. Yeah. Ten fucking years. They've stayed as hands off as possible. And the terms of service Service are there so that they can say like, okay, we don't want porn and like really awful videos on here. Yeah. And this is what we mean by that. And we will enforce that rule, but that's it. Everything else we have to just let be yeah. because we cannot start cherry picking content.
0: Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to mention, a lot of people have mentioned, uh, like on Twitter and such, that in the, in the end, the advertisers are going to deem what is allowed to be monetized. Like the advertiser will have the final say. Uh, it's not YouTube's choice, this and that. And while that does make sense, like on paper, what's been happening for the last 10 years, for the last 11 years, like there's been cr- crazy inappropriate videos being monetized for like so long. Mm-hmm. What's suddenly changed where advertisers right. are like, oh, now we're changing it. Like yeah. that seems weird. Think
1: of Rihanna's Vivo channel and how many of those videos show actual nipples yeah. and full ass.
0: Yeah. And, and like there are always <laughs> going to be advertisers that are willing to advertise differently than other advertisers. Yeah. And that's just the nature of marketing. So for someone to like try to explain this whole ch- situation by saying advertisers have ch- have spoken you know this is what they want no because that's kind of just like one answer trying to answer 10 questions right
1: well that also boils down to the fact that it seems like if you were to look at it this way that YouTube has sided with dollars they've sided with the advertisers which is not a good idea ever because now it, it, i no matter what way you cut it up, YouTube I imagine has this feeling like we created this great platform for everyone, you guys sort of are indebted to us, and you know we pay you, and we do all of this, but at the end of the day, when we say jump, you say how high. Yeah. You know, they, they're the end-all be-all, they make the rules and we abide by them. Whereas in the YouTube <clears> community, I feel it's very much like, you know, we appreciate that YouTube made this platform, but we also made it what it is. And I've heard that a million times from other YouTubers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that you have complaints maybe some sometimes about the way that this corporation is treating you because you don't, you don't think it's fair. And, uh, you would like a little bit different treatment or you would like things to be a little bit better because you are the person that is driving the traffic to the website. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and now YouTube has made it very clear with this statement that they are siding with the people that are paying for the website and not instead of the people of who are making the, the website. Are are making the website. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not a good idea ever it's not going to make your creators feel good it's it's not going to do anything except put money in your pocket but also like how does this fucking work yeah how does this work how are you guys going to make more money this way if anything you'd make less money this way
0: and we only know what we know but it, it feels like the amount of communication youtube has with its creators even the top creators like you uh, is so minimal that it begs the question of, I wonder if they have this bad communication with the advertisers or with other certain creators or with other uh, oh, interests. I imagine. They, they well, definitely don't. Yeah, and they I'm have not, better communication because yeah. it can't get much worse than the communication they have with us.
1: And I'm not trying to shit talk <clears throat> YouTube because I I have been pretty honest about how I feel about YouTube and how I feel about everything. But yet,
0: hold on, you also have been very loyal to the platform in Absolutely. a number of ways for a number of years.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. um, I didn't hear anything before this happened, probably because I don't think that YouTube deemed it anything worthy of alerting everyone about, you know? Um, but I also, what was I just gonna fucking say? I just forgot. Um, I also do know in my experience with working with YouTube is that sometimes it can be very frustrating. Even like when Philip said, uh, Phil DeFranco said that, uh, you know, his manager or producer or whatever was on the phone with YouTube. I know what those conversations with YouTube are like. It's like they have uh, no matter who you're speaking with, they have this diction, this planned language that it seems a lot like you're talking to robots. Sometimes the way that they answer your questions, they're not. They can, they can say, you know, I can't really talk about that or, you know, I'm not liberty to say what the answer is to that. I don't know, but we'll let you know. You know, they're like very nice, polite, legal robots in how they deal with your concerns. Yeah. And That's frustrating. It does a lot of times feel like you're dealing with an entity that just doesn't actually really care about you as a person, which sucks. But at the same time, you have to understand why they have to act that way or why they might act that way. Yeah. But I, I, I... I'm just going to say it. Matthew Santoro had tweeted out that YouTube is a business and they're allowed to do whatever they want in order to help their business. And you had tweeted at him that that made you upset because, you know, people's livelihoods are on the line here, which is true. And and what YouTube is doing is not right. And everyone knows that. So, like, do I think YouTube is a business? Yeah, of course. But should they be acting like this? No. No. Should they be dealing with their creators the way that they have in the past? No. But that's well known, and everyone knows that. No. Although this past time, the the grade A, under A, make YouTube great again, that was the first time that they they actually addressed it, because people made a big enough deal about it.
0: It's true. And now that you brought that up, the whole thing about... I I said it in a vlog, I was basically like, this decision or this kind of whirlwind of change that's freaking a lot of people out is causing sort of sides to be taken amongst YouTubers. These these sides are well, I have to really worry now for my content because all of my content has everything on this list or maybe some of this stuff on this list that could very well like change my future as a YouTuber. And then the other half is like, well, no, uh, my content's clean. I have nothing to worry about. YouTube, do what you got to do. And- I I just had a problem with that tweet that Matthew Santoro tweeted where it was like, guys, everything's going to be fine. No, no one worry. Like, this is all good. YouTube's a business. They're taking care of yeah. themselves. I thought that was a really convenient time to tweet that, especially because, well, A, because his content is clearly clean. There's not going to be any sort of censorship on his content no matter what. And he knows that. And also, like, it, it's frustrating that you you can be a fair weathered fan sometimes. You right. can be oh this is us YouTubers as a community well, yeah, all the time, and it, then once you have this happen, you're right. like going to take YouTube side and throw everyone under the bus. Just
1: because it's not your problem doesn't mean it's not a, a problem. problem
0: that exists. Exactly, and it's
1: really crippling people's livelihoods. Yeah. And rule number one of fucking life, in my opinion, is you don't fuck with other people's money. Yeah, you know what I mean. You do not fuck with people's money. Yeah. And this is YouTube doing something and and changing how they pay people and that's fucking with people's livelihoods yeah. and these people have a right to be angry and upset and want answers and
0: they have a right to get answers like you said when the, the make YouTube great again campaign kind of took off and literally forced YouTube to change stuff that, that, was, that was the first time that it happened and it was pretty impressive and yeah. kind of wonderful how that went down
1: I agree well I mean I'm hoping and I've said this before that YouTube continues to be its own self-policing entity yeah. You know, and, and YouTube designed the platform in that way by being so laissez faire by having intentionally vague terms of service. And I don't think that this is an exception to that. And people are upset with the vague language, but this is how they're able to let people police themselves as much as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah by just leaving it open ended and then you have people like grade A and you have uh, you know the whole community of people uprising against this copyright issue and blah 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 so that it, it, when things arise and are a problem we can unite together and create uh, whatever the fuck we get something done
0: basically yeah make change yeah yeah I'm going to take a quick second to thank the sponsors right, yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah. Uh, this episode is brought to you by NatureBox, guys. They deliver the tasty, uh, wonderful snacks right to your door with simple ingredients. Uh, they have over 100 delicious snacks to choose from, ranging from healthy to indulgent. And All they're with,
1: bomb as fuck.
0: Yes, they are really good. All with no artificial flavors. I found some in my car sweeteners. the other
1: day, and I was so excited.
0: And the problem is like they send us snacks for the because we you know we subscribe and stuff and then we, and eat, we them eat them all
1: before before <laughs> so we have we, them for the podcast. We like
0: never leave any over. That's literally how good they are. Um they have um all sorts you guys know how much I love the uh strawberry starfruit ones those are amazing. Salt and vet- vinegar veggie chips, uh peanut butter nom noms. They have a whole bunch of surprisingly like vegan and gluten-free options which mm-hmm. is really really great as you guys know makes it possible for us to eat them. They have savory, they have sweet. Like, the list goes on and on, and uh, I can't tell you how good these snacks are. So go get get yourself some NatureBox snacks, guys. Go to naturebox.com slash Jenna You pick your snacks, and you enjoy it. It's that simple. You literally go on, and you choose what snacks you'd like, and it's a subscription. So they'll send it to you every single month. And uh, if you'd like to change up your subscription, you can change it. And uh, they're very great. If you don't like a snack, you can send it back and they will replace it. Nature box is good to you. Uh, check them out. Naturebox.com slash Jenna Julian. Get two free snacks. Uh, also this week we are sponsored by texture guys. Uh, Like I was saying before, I feel like magazines are a great concept, but somehow are really outdated in how they are. True. Uh, So the fact that Texture is able to really cultivate all of the greatness of magazines and reading magazines into one app that's really well designed is a great thing. It gives you an all-access pass to the world's best magazines right on your phone or tablet. Uh, Like I said, they cherry-pick articles that interest you. So they have an editorial team at Texture that recommends stories for you based on what you're reading. So, you know, say you're reading billboard or Canadian business or whatever, they're going to find an, uh, certain articles that you might like to read and they're going to put it in the suggestions tab for you, which is really great because it's, you know, it's like someone, one of your friends being like, hey, check out this article. And, you know, sometimes you really might like it or you might find a new magazine that you never thought you would have read before. Who, you? So, uh, check out Texture, guys. You can get a free trial right now and just test it out for free. Absolutely free right now. Go to texture.com Jenna Julian. You'll gain unrestricted access to the world's best magazines from back issues to one on newsstands today uh, check it oh. out thank you to our sponsors awesome Much thank love. you sponsors all right well do you want
1: to transition I into think, theory number two I think two? it's about
0: time I think if you can brace yourselves guys we are our bodies are ready for the other theory um, of okay. what's going on so
1: this theory I, I have not seen anyone really talk about this it is my own theory I'm a cuckoo for Cocoa Pops conspiracy fan and I don't think it's too far-fetched honestly. Do you? It's not it's not like the craziest conspiracy theory you've ever heard.
0: It's it is Definitely a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a theory. But it's it's not the craziest one I've ever heard. It's still a very conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, It's conspiracy e. Yes, but um, no, it's not. It's not absolutely insane. And I think it's worth talking about. We don't absolutely believe this. We're not. We're not insane people. But it's worth thinking about.
1: Please, please take this with a grain of salt.
0: This is sort of like a half conspiracy podcast now. Okay, so this is not (laughs) us telling us telling you guys what we believe. Um, here we yeah, go. Here we Are go. You ready? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. So I'm just gonna say it the way that it happened. Yeah. Um, Phil DeFranco came out with this and I, of course, click on him looking at his uh, tweet, at his video, whatever. So first thing that I do naturally is go into my analytics and I'm like, no swearing. I My entire channel is going to be unmonetized. Like, time to get a new job, fam. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, if my channel's unmonetized, I mean, if it's the simple. podcast is definitely unmonetized. <laughs> Every single vlog of mine. Everything is down, yeah. right? Because everyone's like, no swearing, no talking about controversial topics, no sexual mm-hmm. shit, no nudity, yeah. no drinking, like, no drug abuse, like... Even though I don't do any drugs on my channel, by some stretch of the imagination, all of my drunk videos are now unmonetized, right? So I'm logging onto my fucking shit, just prepared for the worst. Nothing. I see nothing. All of my old videos that have gotten age-restricted are not monetized, or some of those that have copyrighted music, like, super old. Nothing within the last Mm -hmm. however many years has been unmonetized, and I'm like fuck is this shit like what the fuck is that so a couple of thoughts run through my mind right you know maybe because i'm within some top percentile of creators maybe they're giving us more leniency you know maybe they're not exactly enforcing this swearing rule depending on what the content is uh maybe they if it's in terms of like bullying or using it directed at someone they deem that as excessive swearing you know i'm just sort of like thinking about Why or what or whatever the fuck. So I sort of go back to Philip DeFranco's whole explanation. And it sort of just dawns on me that Philip DeFranco is reporting the news. Why is he getting hit
0: harder than anyone?
1: Harder than anyone. Why is Rob Dyke? Why are these people talking about controversial topics and mostly news getting and and you can chime in in the comments and tell me I'm wrong or you know say that I'm misinformed because that's totally a possibility because all this entire theory hinges on what I'm saying right now which in and of itself could be wrong but I'm I'm like why why in 2016 after 10 years of YouTube being so incredibly hands off about what people post on YouTube, why have they now just decided that we don't want people to talk about the news and controversial topics? Because if this was about swearing, drinking, drugs, bullying, if they, if it was really about the first theory that we talked about, about cherry picking which channels they want and which ones they don't, my channel would be wiped. PewDiePie, all, like every gamer that swears would be wiped. All of the, the, the channels talking Any that gaming could channel
0: be with, yeah, yeah.
1: perceived as bullying would be wiped. Yeah, A lot of the top channels on YouTube would be, would be wiped of monetization. I would say the
0: majority of channels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And <clears throat> everyone's just fine. So uh, not to contradict our first theory, but to offer an alternative to yeah. the first theory is that maybe it's not about you know, making these channels that are popular, unpopular, or censoring swear words, or really about advertising. There's a possibility that this is about something other than advertising. And this is about censorship of ideas and censorship of voices
0: and censorship of political views. Like you said, conveniently timed for this right. election. coming OK, up. OK.
1: So that's that's not really a conspiracy in and of itself.
0: But just hear me out. It gets more conspiracy now. It gets weirder. Yeah, it gets more gluten free. Yeah. OK, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so why? Why news channels? Why ideas? Right. So forgive me for not being able to ever say her name correctly. Susan Wojcicki. Oh, well, That's as good as it's Woj- going to be said. Susan, yeah. Susan I can't Woj- say it better. Susan, Susan Wu Clan. Oh my God. Susan Woj Nikki. Yeah, that's a? that's good. Okay. Yeah. Who is a lovely woman, by the way. Yeah. But I like her very much. Remember I did that thing at VidCon with her, I'm like, Susan, you look beautiful today.
0: I do remember. I was filming for you. She was
1: kinda nervous because she had to give like a that keynote was, speech. Yeah. Yep. Um I have no personal problem with her. I think she's nice. Uh but she has a long history with being friends with the Clinton family. Am I gonna get in trouble for saying all here of this? Here we go. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna get in trouble.
0: It's a conspiracy theory. We're removing ourselves from this. We are not saying that this <laughs> is some theory we believe in. We're offering it as maybe a thought because we're allowed to thought. talk about thoughts on this podcast. It's a thought.
1: So she has been been friends with the Clinton family for many, many, many years. This is well-documented. Yep. Uh, Fundraisers that she's hosted with the Clintons, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I would also like to point out that uh, the Clinton administration, however you want to say it, people, the Clinton people, uh, conveniently show up at places like VidCon. Um,
0: Yeah, they actually came up to... Us at VidCon this year.
1: They sure did. They and tried
0: to set up a meeting with you and them through me. I know.
1: <laughs> okay, so side tangent. If yeah. I if I might, I have I made one vlog back during Vlogmas when I vlogged the one time yeah. um, and said. That I've been invited to do these things that you see YouTubers do. They go to the White House, they do chummy chum politics shit, and I'm just wholeheartedly against it because I think that it's fucked up. Whether or not you like it, celebrities that are, you know, doing this whole political thing. Sometimes it's nice when they're informed, but for the most part, they're just political puppets used to sway popular opinion. Or a people's opinion that just they don't even they don't bother making their own opinions. They're like, oh, my favorite actor likes that person and they're at that. Right rally. So might as well vote for them. You know what I mean? Whether or not you want to agree with that, it is the case that people are swayed by celebrities or YouTubers, you know, parading around in politics where I just don't think that it's your place. If you're a, if you have a channel, if you're Phil DeFranco or you're someone that's very outspoken about politics, sure, go ahead. Like, please, by Mm -hmm. all means, do whatever you want. But for the rest of us YouTubers that don't really dabble in that shit, for you to go gallivant around in the political world it's sort of a little irresponsible yeah, okay. in my opinion no. whatever but I think that it's a little bit it makes me feel uncomfortable when we go to these uh, conventions and places and we see people from the Clinton administration just sort of walking around and uh, introducing themselves and because this is a video convention why are you guys here? Yeah, you know
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Take that for what it is. CAA is also has someone working with them. My agency that I'm with, they have, they have someone working with them that is very closely affiliated with the Clinton administration. And, yeah. you know, that, that makes it so that Hillary Clinton can meet celebrities or whatever the fuck and this is just me spewing absolute garbage that i don't really know anything about from my brain but just take that for what it is they the clinton administration has some tentacles in some entertainment places yes if that makes sense yes which is is what i'm trying to say it's
0: no conspiracy that's well documented that's out there right people know that yeah
1: right um so i sat with the question again you know why in 2016 Are we all of a sudden having this thing where YouTube is unmonetizing news videos? So for any of you that know who Alex Jones is, Alex Jones runs his own InfoWars, Free Press. He was a complete conspiracy theorist, but a lot of those things have actually been proven to be like more factual he's not like he's got
0: clout a little bit yeah Yeah. and Mm -hmm. and
1: a lot of people like him i like to listen to him i like to listen to super conservative people i like to listen to super liberal people i like to fill my brain with other people's opinions and theories because i think it helps me make my own yeah um but i have nothing against alex jones but hillary clinton just recently name dropped him in a a speech where she was talking about alex jones thinks that these uh, people that no one died in Sandy Hook, and that these people are crisis actors. F- in, in order for her to name drop some sort of free press that m- runs mostly on the internet, yeah, m- like what the fuck? That's I mean, just if you don't know Alex Jones, is maybe just sub in Philip DeFranco for it's like Hillary Clinton standing on a podium being like, this Philip DeFranco person thinks blah blah blah, and how dare they? Like it's sort of jarring to hear a a politician, call out...
0: The name of someone running a free press. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not
1: like she's attacking... Fox or CBS or something. Yeah. So the
0: difference between a free press and something like Fox is that those giant news outlets have interests, and they're never, they're never. And they can
1: also be bought and sold. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And that's the reason why they're never. But that's that's that's, everyone knows that you're watching Fox. Everyone knows when they watch Fox, they're not going to get the the unfiltered news. There's always a bias. There's always always a a puppet hand behind closed doors telling people what to say, what to cover, which is well
1: documented. So
0: that's what Jenna is saying makes this name drop so crazy is that she's not saying, oh, Fox said this. She's saying a person of free press said this. Right. So think of it as as a, someone said, Philip DeFranco, not that Philip DeFranco is is being compared to Alex Jones, but they are they are the same in that they are free press.
1: Right. It's yeah, it's calling out someone for their idea. Yeah. And it was jarring to me to hear that because She's she's like slamming someone that she knows she has no control over, no pull over. And okay, so stay with me. I know that was a lot. (laughs) Keep going. Okay,
0: I'm trying. (laughs) So, oh man, just help me, help me, help me. Uh, Name dropping a guy like that is gonna inevitably lead people to go say, "Oh, who's Alex Jones?" and they're gonna go look him up, and that might. Caused the absolute opposite of what Hillary Clinton might have wanted.
1: Okay, yeah. So... I saw this was not my quote, but I saw someone had written it mm-hmm. that um, Donald Trump is running his entire campaign on like the internet and memes and uh, sound bites and vines and whatever. He's running a very new campaign. Even Whereas, if it's all against him, right? Even yeah. if even yeah. if it's all bad, yeah. it's not a traditional campaign. Yeah. Whereas Hillary Clinton is running a campaign straight out of 1994 and expecting it to work. And now it's crunch time, and she's realizing that shit's getting fucked. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's she's trying to address you know free thoughts because you can't just pay off the news networks and pay off and expect your little buddies to so whatever anymore. You you gotta fucking go for the jugular at those points. Whatever you're doing isn't working. You gotta do something more. So this is the theory, okay? And take it for what it is. And I might get in trouble for saying it. Please forgive me. It's just a fucking theory, okay? It's crazy. Hillary Clinton is fucking great friends with Susan Wojnicki. She recently went to a meeting with all of the higher-ups of Facebook, the COO of Facebook, uh, Twitter, I don't fucking know. Susan was there, Snapchat, I don't fucking know, okay? In Silicon Valley, where fancy people mean about fancy things. Recently had a meeting, and then several months later, all of a sudden, YouTube comes out with this po- new policy where they're unmonetizing news channels and free thinking Uh so the theory is that even if it's not Hillary Clinton it's funny how in September of 2016 you're crippling people's ability to monetize their news related videos therefore you know, trying to crush or stifle ideas or free Stifling thoughts all the free or, that or doing. anything that doesn't align with your particular political agenda, which
0: is everything because you can't control who's uploading. On right. YouTube.
1: So imagine I mean, this is the only way I can frame it. Imagine you're Hillary Clinton, right? And you got rich, powerful friends at all across the world in all different kinds of places. And it is September of 2016. And, you know, we got an election a couple months from now. Mind you, this probably happened a while ago in order for it to be executed now. I'm going to go ahead and call in those fucking favors, you know? Hey, Susan Wojnicki, I know you have been so hands-off for 10 years. Well, she didn't, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Hey, YouTube, I know that you've been hands-off with your content in 10 years, but people posting and saying whatever they want is destroying my fucking campaign right now. And people aren't tuning into the the corrupt news anymore they're getting their news on the internet i need a way to control what people are saying and thinking what can you do online help
0: me me. Yeah.
1: help me imagine it's just a theory
0: like we said earlier guys this is this is a conspiracy theory and it's us just letting our thoughts kind of take us places especially in a situation where Something as serious as a channel like Phil DeFranco's being stifled in a way that yeah, it has why, been. What, 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 that's like, crazy. You, you think, have to start yeah, thinking about why would, that's happening. You, you would
1: have think. to. That if they implemented this, a a fucking channel like Philip DeFranco's would get hit absolutely last. Why is it getting hit fucking first? And in my opinion, the way that this was executed, it doesn't even seem like a secret that they're trying to take out news and free thinking. Because, again, like I said, the reason why in the past four, six, however long under the Obama administration, they've been inviting these YouTubers into the White House is because they have acknowledged that these people have followings, they have their own ideas and people listen to those ideas. This might be a way to control who is saying what on the internet, how much, when, to whom, and if they can make money off of it. It's the only way legally right now that they could maybe control people's opinions and control ideas because ideas are very powerful. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I like it it's uh it's just take this with like five or six grains of salt. Take you know it with what a I mean? whole
1: salt shaker. But just think about it. Yeah. I mean just, just think, think it, about it. I think, think it, it's think about it in terms of that whoever the fuck already proved that Google searches were being wiped in regards to Hillary Clinton. The Twitter hashtags were being manipulated in regards to Hillary Clinton. The Facebook was being manipulated in terms of Hillary Clinton. Search terms, hashtags, all of those things were being manipulated.
0: There has been proven. This is documented stuff. Yeah. Um, So
1: is it too much of a stretch to imagine now that. There is some sort of manipulation going on within YouTube about who is making news and how and what are they saying. And can we cut them off at the knees and cut off their fucking funding? Can we cripple them? Because Philip DeFranco will be fine, but he's the exception to that because most people have not been on YouTube for a decade, you know, gaining sponsors and creating a business model, right? Other forms of income so that you can survive. This might actually cripple some people yeah. who are using the platform. is just free thoughts.
0: Yeah, and, and and as crazy as this might sound, and as as much as you might think this is far fetched or whatever, because which it is, I think it's crazier to not like think about it. You know what I mean? Just think like, about it. Thinking about all possibilities, crazy or not, in a situation like this is kind of your duty as an internet person right now, especially if you're making your living on YouTube, you kind of have to think about every possible situation. Why the fuck is Philip DeFranco out of everyone getting hit? Why is this happening? Why are, are these people all across the board not getting touched by it? Right. Why is this answer not being answered or this question not being answered? Why is no one talking about it? Why are half these people who I thought were part of this community suddenly backing up YouTube? Like, what is going on? Right. It's very, very strange. And even stranger than a theory that something like that, where it's like, okay, yeah, conspiracy theory, they're trying to pull strings for the election. Yeah, that's crazy, but what's crazier? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's what, crazy? What's fucking crazier at this point? Cause, you know, after trying to think about all the options of what, what's what right now, that doesn't sound all that fucking crazy, to be honest. You know what I mean?
1: I never, ever in a million years imagined, like, it's always a a scenario in your mind when you're making a lion's share of your income from one place that happens to be YouTube or from another place. You're like, this is the, for me personally, this is not the case for all YouTubers. For me personally, the majority of my income comes from Google AdSense, which at any moment, for any reason, could just be ripped away from you, right? (laughs) Which is why, like Phil said, Many people have created secondary strings or streams of income Weekly for themselves. stuff right. like that. Right, yeah. anything. And yeah. I've built that. There's a lot of people that have. But that's just, it's not the majority. No. The majority of people that are make, earning money on YouTube, enough yeah. to live off of, this is it's their reality. That, yeah. And so you imagine if this is ripped away from you, what would you do?
0: Yeah. It's hitting where a lot of people hurt.
1: I had a point and I totally forgot it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it, I, I never imagined in a million years if this day came where now all of a sudden they're cutting off people's incomes yeah. for one reason or yeah. another. I was like, you know who's gonna be here? Philip motherfucking DeFranco. He reports the news. What a lovely person. Completely like, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Never in a million years would I think that he is the one facing this day before all of the rest of fuck show fuck shit on YouTube. Yeah. Fuck show fuck fuck shit on youtube
0: yeah that's a fair statement
1: like think of all the the garbage the hate the absolute like not even the the keemstar not even the the drama shit or making fun of other people like the actual like horrifying stuff that's on youtube yeah is still able to be monetized over philip defranco yeah Does that make sense to you?
0: No, it doesn't make sense (laughs) to me. It makes no sense to me. I I need answers. It makes no sense. But yeah, if I don't get answers, I'm just going to keep letting my brain go where it goes.
1: Well, okay. So long story short, when people were asking us, you know, what do you think about this and um, is it affecting you or what do you have to say for right now? It's not affecting me. It's affecting uh, my brain and my ability to have trust and faith in the corporation that I'm working on and for, I guess. I it 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 hurts my heart a little bit to think about that conspiracy theory or even the first theory that they are now cherry picking content because I think that it's wrong. I think that it's censorship. I think any way that you cut it up, it's it's just a little bit corrupt. Yeah. And doesn't seem right.
0: If anything, it just it makes you feel uneasy and it makes you feel like you're not safe.
1: Well yeah. Anytime when someone's like, here, speak your mind, upload anything that you want, as long as it's not, you know, beating someone else up or just like you're straight asshole. Please use this platform however you see fit. And now all of a sudden there's some clauses to that.
0: Yeah.
1: In order to earn money, that feels fucked up.
0: It does. It does. It's it's very strange. I don't I don't know what else to say. It's uh and, and you know, if in a, in a world where this is some sort of political monster at work right now, like not saying it is, but in a world that it is, they're succeeding so well right now because they're making everyone else think it's about something else. Right. Like YouTubers are fighting with each other. Right. It's just that, what we want. Yes, this is a giant distraction. Exactly.
1: That that was my biggest problem is that I tweeted out that one tweet, and then nobody really like got on board with me. Nobody really was saying what I was saying. No one pointed out, like, this seems like a a way to control news and thoughts and political ideas. No one wanted to go there. Everyone was just like, oh, snap, dude, your whole channel is going to get fucking deleted. I'm like, isn't that the most narcissistic way to think about this? That YouTube really cares that you said the word fuck in your video and doesn't want to split ad revenue with you because of it? Yeah. And everyone's tweeting about like, oh, I'm screwed. Oh, I'll, I'll this, me that, me this. They don't care about individuals. Yeah. They care about impactful and powerful thoughts and ideas. Potentially. Potentially, if you think of it from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the things that they want to cut yeah. off. Not your little video where you baked a cake and you said shit by
0: accident. Yeah. So this whole response they're getting is is in this situation. It's well, ideal. the
1: response in and of itself seemed pretty narcissistic, if you ask me.
0: YouTube's a narcissistic place,
1: though. <laughs> like, you, you think they really they give a fuck that you just said fuck in that one fucking video from 2009? <laughs> no.
0: Or every video since 2001.
1: Yeah, you you really think that they're going to go in there and change the entire terms of fucking service because you fucking said fuck one time and there's not an advertiser that wants to advertise on the word fuck? No, not at all. Whatever, I'm fucking... Okay, another theory though is (laughs) that maybe they are just siding with advertisers and they just, you know, people, I imagine that their system for advertisers, maybe I'm making this up, an advertiser goes on YouTube and is like, would you like to advertise on a video that talks about rape? And you'd be like, no thank you.
0: Yeah, but that whole whole conundrum has existed for many years. True. That's not new. So for it to be changing so drastically is, is very odd and it doesn't make sense. So we like like we need the answers to know what's going on. Wow, okay. I just had deja vu.
1: Well, I mean fuck? that's crazy. But like, can can we be allowed to know the advertisers that don't want to put their ads on uh, videos? Yeah, on the news like that. Can we know who these companies are so that we can not buy their products anymore? That
0: makes too much sense for us to know that, and
1: so that we can make fun of them on Twitter. Them yeah, Jul- like, Julian always says it's a complete joke a so joke. don't get it's offended but Julian like <laughs> he'll see someone on TV that annoys him who goes I want to find his Twitter account so I can bully him
0: <laughs> I never do it never Trust does me. I'm so it's a, a joke but yeah it's
1: a funny joke though. it is
0: a funny joke uh anyway guys um we'd love to hear your input please try to let us know in your in your brain, what's happening? What your your idea of what the answers are, and why we're not getting answers, and when we should get answers? I don't know. It's it's very it's a very interesting situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, when YouTube make YouTube great again, uh, that whole campaign, that whole Twitter thing, that push lasted for what a few weeks, and then answers came. Mm-hmm. So I am assuming that can only be the same here because this this outrage outrages seems bigger
1: mm-hmm.
0: as it should be. So you know. We felt like we we had to address it. So thank you guys for listening to our thoughts. Um, Thank you for the discussion, Jenna. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's about it. I mean,
0: uh, thank you to our sponsors who support the show.
1: (laughs) Thank you to our sponsors who support the 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 wild fucking fucking theory I just threw out there. But yeah, I mean, take it for what it is. And I would love to know if you guys think anything differently. Because this should be an open and honest discussion with each other and with YouTube. And yeah, I just threw out a wild fucking political conspiracy theory. But guess what? I should be allowed to say it. Because that's what this place is for. And I want to keep it that way. Yeah. So call me crazy. But this is the place for conspiracy theories. And if you want to cut off my ability to conspire, you're crazy. I also, will always conspire.
0: Also, shout out to SoundCloud and iTunes for uh, never censoring us. We <laughs> appreciate you. True. Always. But yeah,
1: thanks for tuning
0: in. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, I, just, I
1: mean, I feel a bundle of weird right now. I feel no closure. I feel a bundle of weird.
0: How can we make you feel better before we close this?
1: I don't know, fam. You know, how what about just like a hug? Okay. That'd okay. Be nice. Hug it out. Oh, thank you, Julie.
0: Oh, that was a nice hug. We should have just hugged for like two minutes straight. man. (laughs) made everyone feel really weird. I know last week I had said we have a guest coming this week. And we do have a guest coming, except it will be in next week's episode. Uh, The reason we switched them, because we wanted this podcast to go up first, because we feel like it's more pertinent. Uh, But uh, yeah, we will have uh, Sarah from the challenge on next week's podcast. So dope. Make sure you check that out. She's so dope. She's so dope. We love you guys.
1: Bye. Bye, guys.